0: Hello there, guys. Welcome back to the Live in Fit Podcast, a little impromptu podcast from me. I'm here in Manchester in a hotel room, and I just was thinking about confidence. Who is this podcast for? It's for people in the creative industry who want to build an incredible body, who want to grow their confidence, and who essentially want to book more jobs. And I was thinking about confidence, and I was thinking about what is it? Do you naturally have confidence? Can you build it? Um, And are you just good? at some things? And are you just not? Are you confident at some aspects of your life? And are you just not? And I've come to the conclusion that we can build confidence actually into any part of our life. And this podcast is going to be named Grow Your Confidence Right. Now, because I think the challenge with people and I've fallen into this trap and still do fall into this trap is that we think we we are just born with confidence. We are either good at playing football or not. We feel comfortable in our profession or not. We feel comfortable in social situations or not. Some people are just born extroverts, some people are just born introverts, when in actual fact, we can grow confidence and we can build confidence in certain areas and then we can get the best out of those parts of our life. So let's look at the challenges that we face when having no confidence. I, in my time, have had absolute, I've been paralyzed with no confidence. And I've named myself being an introvert, but I've named myself being uh, a, a shy person. I've gone into auditions and, and felt really uncomfortable and really underconfident in that area. I remember when someone said like, can you know, come and do this tap audition? I'd never tapped in my life and I had zero confidence. I was um, embarrassed, it didn't go my well, way and I just walked out like, Oh my god, that is just not, I never ever want to do that um, again. So the challenge is when we have no confidence. Like I've felt it before, it our performance can be crippling. And I don't just mean performance on stage or if you're an actor on screen, but our performance in, in everyday life, how we connect, how we operate with other people, can be seriously affected. Like we can be dulled down, we can be a less version of ourselves when we have no confidence. It can diminish. Who we actually are. So instead of being our best self, we can be like the sixth sort of best self. I've definitely felt that in the in the past. It's like I've not shown them actually who I am. I've not been operating at my high standard. Having no confidence can can restrict our. Our character, you know, we we can't be again. It comes into we can't be our the best version of ourselves. Our actual identity of who we are um, is, is diminished and is not quite uh, correct when we feel like we have no confidence. I guess like energy and confidence are like a, a battery life, uh, and if we're low in confidence, we, we we have a low battery, so therefore we can't just actually be. Ourselves, when we have no confidence, people that we surround ourselves with, people that we connect with, don't actually get the best version of you. So you're actually doing yourself a disservice um, when when we have you know have, have no confidence. When we have no confidence, we also don't make decisions that are best for our, ourselves. We 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 make decisions that are based on fear instead of making decisions that are best for ourselves because it feels uncomfortable. We don't have the confidence to go through with the decision that is right for for ourselves. And also we miss out on opportunities. When we don't have confidence, we don't have confidence to make those right decisions, therefore we miss out on opportunities. Say we're underconfident in interviews, we're underconfident in in auditions, we can miss out on those opportunities that are basically going to take us to that next level. So we're going to look at confidence now and we're going to look about how to grow confidence into aspects of your life and i've thought of three five key principles that i've thought of that have helped me in the past in many areas of my life from uh, my acting career to health and fitness to personal to social so let's talk about those five key principles that will help you grow your confidence right now it'll help you book more jobs. It'll help you make better decisions. It will help you feel more powerful in life. And it'll be more in line with what you want. It'll be more in line with your actions. You want this acting job. Okay, well, I have now have confidence in this, 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 and this. So I can go forward and book those jobs. I have confidence in this, this, and this. So I can go forward and build the body of my dreams or build, you know, an unstoppable amount of of energy. So key principle number one, it's it's a mindset shift. And I want us to stop thinking. And I, I, I guess the challenge for people, and I've had it myself, is that we're waiting for confidence to happen. We either say, well, I've not got the confidence in, let's just say, in, in the gym. So I'm going to wait for that confidence to happen. Instead of actually going to those areas to acquire the answers. And I found out when I have the answers in certain aspects of my life, even though i might not be very good at that thing i automatically feel more confident so say you've struggled with the gym or you've struggled with weight loss or you've struggled with building your body up to look and feel however you want that to be it's you feel underconfident because you haven't got the answers right now to get you there my clients come on board with me and automatically in the first two weeks they feel Far more confident in their body, far more confident in exercise. Why? Because they have three coaches, they have a whole community behind them, giving them the answers that they've waited all their life. I used to not be very confident in in nutrition i used to not be very confident in singing but i went to those areas of my life and acquired those answers and then the the answers are a lifetime of of working at it to to get better but actually acquiring the answers automatically makes you feel 1000 times more more confident so I would say stop waiting for confidence to happen and actually go to the areas of your life to acquire um, those those answers and and you're just going to be far more confident. Key principle number two, and it may sound a little bit of of a strange one this, but we can borrow confidence from other people. We can use other people as um, a model. Say you admire a certain person in your profession, why don't you borrow traits from them, borrow their confidence, borrow their way of maybe or auditioning or um, having those phone calls or, or selling. Borrow the confidence from them. Borrow those traits from them. And what that does, it gives you a through journey. It gives you an automatic plan. And the more you do it, the more you act like them and borrow their confidence, the more it seeps into who you are and the more you can start to have your own way me at the gym me with my coaching business i took bits of people that i learned of in the past and then i've developed my own philosophy i've developed my own process you'll speak to people who are you know really successful in your own profession and they had a mentor or they had someone who they looked up to and over time they developed what works for for them. Let's just take out health and fitness. It isn't one size that fits all. We're all unique, individual, wonderful humans. So it's about finding a way that suits you. It's about key principle number one, finding those answers. And it's actually about initially having a mentor, having someone else that you can learn from who's been through that process. And then over time, you can start to do do you. So borrow confidence from other people. Key principle number three is I've done this in the past and I still do and I have to catch myself, but it's, it's stop labeling ourselves and let's not stop labeling. I used to lay myself, I still do sometimes when I speak to me on the phone, I'm underconfident in this. I'm an, an introvert. Um, I, I am this. And actually by labeling ourselves with like negative more so, it seeps into our subconscious and we start to believe that we are underconfident at socialising, we are not very good at auditioning, we are ne- not very good on press nights, we are not very good at doing interview calls, um, we are not very uh, energetic. So stop labelling our, ourselves and instead of the labelling go okay well I can potentially improve on socialising so I can go to areas of that and acquire uh, those answers. So. Stop labelling ourselves. And if we are going to label, like use it as um, a constructive form of criticism. I could get better at um, doing interview phone calls, for instance. I could get better at uh, timekeeping, for, for instance. So stop labelling ourselves because actual labelling ourselves feeds into our, our subconscious and we actually start to believe that that we are X, Y uh, and Z. And certainly if it's negative, it's not going to do us any good at all. Number four is rest, recharge and reset and I think with all sort of really successful people in certain areas, whether it be fitness, whether it be personal, whether it be business, people are really good at resting and resetting. The rest and reset gives us energy, it charges our batteries so we feel good, we feel more positive. And when we feel more positive, we naturally feel more confident in our life. So if you're feeling like a slight shell of yourself at the moment and you are feeling a bit sluggish, you are feeling a little bit pessimistic, Rest, reset, eat some really good food. If you are someone that's on a a nutrition plan at the moment, maybe don't go on the plan. Have you know? I spoke to my guys last week about the purpose of, of a deload week and why it's so good to have one of these reset weeks to recharge your batteries and why holidays uh, are so important. You know, stop pushing yourself into the ground. Maybe take all the intensity out of your training. Stop being on your. Um, nutrition pan like so, so you're not being uh, restrictive rest reset your batteries and what this actually is doing and people that are really really good at you know really successful in their personal life really successful in business or in their profession they're really good at knowing when to change gears and it's funny because a lot of the ensemble boys in uh, Beauty and the Beast (laughs) took the mick out of me when I say giving a push and pull video on Instagram and if you go back it's on a reel and it's about getting really good at knowing when to push and knowing when to pull and this idea came from getting really good at knowing when to change gears and there's actually three gears that we can go to. There's the pushing side where we're pushing for results and we're pushing and we're, we're working really hard. Then there's the second gear which is coasting. We're just sort of coasting along at the moment and that's really, really good because we're focusing at other areas of our life and we might be coasting with um, our, our fitness, we might be coasting with you know our family life, whatever it may be. And then we've got the other side when it's pulling back and that's the rest, that's the reset, that's the recharging of batteries and you cannot pull unless you... And you cannot push unless you pull. Um, And you cannot have that thinking time unless you coast for having those periods. So it's it's getting good at changing gears. Once we get good at changing gears, then we can essentially push for longer or push harder, get better results, and then we can ease off, um, if you get me, if you've kept up with that. basically rest so we don't burn out. We can gain energy and then we can gain that that confidence because we're starting to feel good within ourselves. Key principle number five, last but no means least, we must get really, really good at taking action in areas of our life because if we don't, we're always going to be lacking the confidence. And we actually use the lack of implementation and i've used it as well as a safety mechanism to protect us to stop us well i'm not going to push that hard i'm not going to put myself up for, for that job or make myself loud and proud because it's a protective mechanism i, I want to protect myself because i don't want to be put up for, for ridicule or for failure or, or whatever but we must get really really good it actually going, okay, what areas of my life am I underconfident in and where do I need to take action? And I would argue out of 10, if those areas are below a six and you want to take action or you want those areas to to get better, if it's under a six, it is really, really important that you get comfortable with being uncomfortable and take action. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but there's uh, James the transformation on, on my profile and, and he said that you know it was just time for him to get really uncomfortable and get those results within his, his body he'd been following me for a while and it was just that that time uh, and sometimes thing, things just happen maybe it's a, a job is coming up or the doctor said that you're unhealthy or something pushes you just to take action but if we can get really really good at, at taking action in those areas of our life and acquiring those answers we are going to feel far more confident and um, instead of um, waiting for, for it to happen for instance just now I was outside the barbers getting a haircut and I didn't know if to get a haircut I was tired I didn't know if I wanted a haircut I closed my eyes I didn't think about it I just went into the barbers and and got a haircut but we face little decisions like this ev- every single day and you know for some people it's really nice going to the barbers and, and sometimes it is for me weirdly I was a little bit tired, actually a little bit hungover, and I didn't know if to go and get my hair cut. But I just went into that feeling of being like, I don't really know um, if I'm gonna walk out with a really bad haircut, but I'm just gonna lean into that feeling and and do it. And you know, I, I feel great now. So it, that's just a little, um, uh, a little segment into like, we have options every single day to take action to feel more confident in that thing and it actually comes back from okay well what's the overall plan what's the overall vision um, maybe it's 90 days maybe it's a year's time let's just take your profession you want to get to here in 365 days or well, what actions are in line with you getting there if those little stepping stones aren't in line with that year plan then we then we don't need to do it if you've got you know Stepping stone one, stepping stone two, stepping stone three, and you don't take action on those stepping stones, you're not going to get more confident in that thing, and then that overall goal within the year isn't going to happen. Um, and I, and I talked about my experience in in, um, in in coaching, in acting, in 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 social, in personal, in you know, in relationships. And it's just acquiring over those time, making what, okay, what's a priority now? Uh, what areas of my life can, do I want to invest that time, money and energy in now? And then it's going to acquire the, the answers and, and get more more confident. Because yeah, some areas of our life, we are going to be more confident. I can remember when I did my first Instagram story, I was absolutely, sham- I was in absolute shambles looking at myself, at the video thinking, who wants to hear hear this? And now I'm quite comfortable doing it every single day. So it's just about practicing it, it's about experience, it's about acquiring the answers, um, and, and it's about implementing and taking that action. And I said, my clients feel confident in their body, they feel confident in the gym now, but they weren't, they weren't beforehand. I wasn't when I first started out at the gym, I wasn't when I first started out on my, you know, nutrition and, and training journey. But what I'm saying, the point of this podcast is, that that we can, um, and there's a, a podcast on Diary of a CEO about the Gymshark Shark guy, and he too was absolutely awful at a public speak, a public speaking, being shown on camera. He went to take lessons um, with that. So again, the point of this podcast is don't label yourself as I'm underconfident at this. I'm good or I'm bad at that. If you aren't so good at that, just realise that it can be solved and you can get confident in in that areas. Um of of your life and how we anchor that in and how you are 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 going to sort of take this information and, and utilize it now into your life. Mark those areas of your life, write down areas of your life which you are are, are good at, which you excel in, write areas of your life that you feel underconfident in. And like I said, if those areas of your life are under a six, it's really, really important that you do take action and begin to get confident in those areas of your life. And if you do, you'll see a drastic improvement and you'll see drastic um, results at and you'll be far happier because you feel more far confident. Um, you, you feel far more positive. You have more energy, uh, and like I said, you'll just feel um far more confident. Anyway, a bit of a a spur of the moment podcast episode from me. But I hope you're having a good week. Continue to have a good week and have a great weekend. And speak to you next week. Ciao, ciao.